Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer is a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. And thanks for joining us, uh, whatever day or year it happens to be. Hopefully 2021, but... Honestly, I'm hoping it's like 2048. <laughs> Maybe even 3048. You think yeah. they'll be still listening to podcasts? That... You should You should come back to, uh, I don't know, us. Yeah. We'd have to give you an exact timestamp, <laughs> wouldn't we? Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, maybe we can ask the Jonas Brothers. They've been to the year 3000, right? Did they make it back? <laughs> they sure did. I'm not sure. Stronger than ever. Stronger than ever. Good good word choice there. Stronger than ever. This this beer really really flexes its muscles, I, I Oh, say. does it? Would you yeah. say that it's it's uh it's at the top of its game? I would say it's at the top of the food chain. Whoa. This beer that we're trying today is called Apex Predator. Very familiar for those of you in Chicago. Probably in Michigan, this and and Missouri. And for Missouri, you. yeah, that's right. Um, first time I ever saw someone order this at a bar, I was an intern uh, at my old company, and I thought he was trying to make a, a joke at the bar, and it turns out he was just ordering a, this beer. So, well, hey, that's good knowledge. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Reader if you're if you're listening to this, but um, yes, as you mentioned, this is from Off Color Brewing in Chicago. Which, as we just learned, has a location in Hermosa and near our old stomping grounds on uh, Kingsbury Road. In... The I.O. Theater, otherwise known to Google Maps as <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently they think one team is still performing on Tuesdays. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine just that one team yeah. is performing? They right. got locked in years ago. Right. They're in a contract. Um, but uh, another interesting thing about this, this is a farmhouse ale. Saison. Yep. We recently did a, another farmhouse ale from Chicago. It's 6.5%, and I'll, I'll give you a brief description. Uh, this Saison yeast expresses explosive, juicy fruit and pineapple aromas, meshing with lemongrass hop profile and ending with a pleasantly dry finish. Oh. Yes, and um, uh, some of the ingredients include a pilsner, malt, flaked wheat, honey malt, sugar, crystal, sterling hops, and then, of course, the aforementioned Saison yeast. Um, Vince, we've both had this before, so we you know, have a, an established relationship with it, but what else should we know about this place? Yeah, a couple of, couple of different things. I think, one, we've heard me express it a couple of times with some of the other uh, famous beers like Gumball Head. Yeah. But this is one uh, of maybe three or four beers that when I was 23, I thought, high society. Yeah. I am i can't believe it, but I'm going to spend $7 on one of these beers. <laughs> and it was like the best right. thing. So I'll be interested to see if it, it plays through on that. One couple of interesting facts about this, we'll start with the beer, is they use free-rise fermentation. Now, I didn't know what that was, but essentially it means exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. As a brewer, you allow the yeast to rise naturally without artificial means. So there's like an exothermic reaction with ambient temperature, and this is supposed to happen very slowly, which is key. So my first question was, well, what happens, you know, why doesn't everybody do this? Apparently, if you're fermentation temperature is too low especially at the beginning of fermentation the yeast may slow considerably or just 
stop completely, which is not good. Yeah. Uh, and then too warm of the fermentation temperature speeds up the metabolism of the yeast and causes a bunch of off flavors. So based on that, I'm kind of surmising and based on watching our good friend, Ryan Mack. Ryan Mack. I, honestly, at this point, it's <laughs> how many of these has he been mentioned in almost every single one since his appearance? I know. We might have to start paying him. No. We got to get paid us. First. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I think what a lot of these guys do is they add heat to the equation, and they're they're very good about yeah. monitoring it. And it sounds like that's not what they did here, um, which would make it very interesting. At the same time, they seem like a couple of interesting guys, to be honest. Yeah, and you know, with a name as bold as Apex Predator, you know, you got to swing for the fences, and it seems like they've done just that from you know start to finish. Yeah, but. I think uh, I think I'm ready to, to try this once again. Yeah, let's crack and it, folks. Hope you're you're trying this yourself if you're in Chicago, or if you're in Michigan or, or Missouri. Missouri. All right, cheers, Vince. Cheers, Tom. Oh, uh, never get sick of that. Oh yeah, it smells great. If you do order this on draft, you will notice it is one of the most yellow beers you'll ever see. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's as good as I remember it. Yeah. And I do think that the description, saying that it has a dry finish, it makes you think, well, is there a bad aftertaste? But no, it's a pleasantly dry finish. Dry finish always makes me think of like a like a white wine for some reason. Yeah. You know? It's almost like, it's like you know how Chinese food, you have some and you want some yeah. more? It's almost like they're doing that with the dry finish. Not necessarily here. For sure. Maybe a little bit, but where they want you to feel dry, so you're like, I'm going back, I need more. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. So this isn't something we typically do, but the name itself just immediately sparked a question. Who are some of the apex predators in the pop culture world? Oh, my God. And I don't mean – I do not mean in Harvey a, Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is number one, sense, right? You know, obviously there are lots of predators, but I, let's let's think of the it a apex predator. predator. Like, like uh, who's like the – who's like the, the dominant? Top, the top dog, like – you know, I'm thinking, for example, like a Tom Cruise. Like whenever he's in a movie, you're talking pop culture. Yeah, it's got to be like Beyonce. Beyonce, she's got to be high yeah. up there. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo DiCaprio to me is almost like too, uh, the too culturally confined, right? No, you disagree. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> he's pretty. He's yeah. stuck to movies, right? Whereas yeah. Beyonce has now been in movies, I believe. If she doesn't, she should get on that. She definitely has a uh, her own fashion line, uh, multi-platinum selling artist. Yeah. I mean, is there a part of pop culture that she doesn't touch? Uh, no, not really. And I think in a similar vein, up until recently, Kanye West probably held a similar mantle. Yeah. Just in terms of like every time they do something or he did something that just dominated all life forms and conversation. I think it, I'm thinking most specifically began with the Mike Myers <laughs> SNL moments. George Bush doesn't care about. Oh my people. God. <laughs> do, do you, do you remember? So there was like a video when I think a few years ago, Kanye was sitting with Donald Trump and there was a video behind him. Yeah. And he unlocked his iPhone and the password was zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Okay, I forgot about that, but yes, that was... <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. I try to just block out Kanye of the last three or four years, because 
I do think that his first four albums are all absolutely incredible, and they were some some of my very favorite rap albums ever. I mean, he did good work. I you never want to dismiss somebody specifically for being crazy because you don't know what they've yeah. necessarily gone through. But at the same time, like there is just a difference between Kanye's attitude way back when he was doing his first like three or four albums to now and i don't know how much of that is because of all the everything that's happened to him over the last period of time but kanye i wish you well and i hope you get back to making hit records good luck with donda maybe it's out by the time this is out i I really don't know i think what is donda he's working on a new album he's literally in the falcons football stadium finishing this album called donda and that that had, sounds like something ludicrous. He had a do. release party there then that didn't release his album. It was just yeah. It was just a like a actual physical release party, like we just screamed <laughs> at the sky and released everything. I think they just played music. It's kind of similar to what he used to do with like his Sunday service sets where he would just kind of fuck around. Nice. Well, I gotta say, just the taste of this is very reminiscent to me of like I can I feel like I can actually taste the farmhouse in it. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I know that they have like a little mouse here on one of their... Uh, on the can. On, on the can on one of their logos, it looks like. Which turns out is a grain mouse. And they said that the grain mouse is a mouse that eats grain. And they don't like it. But it's the only animal that's in the brewery more than them. And all I can think about with that farmhouse deal... That, that like being able to taste the farm and then the mouse is uh, the great mouse detective <laughs> and or the rescuers down under both movies in which little mice played outsized roles. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I don't remember much of this movie. I know what you're talking about. The Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, I probably saw it when I was a very young child. All I know is there was yeah. a mouse in a Sherlock Holmes like yeah. get up. I'm far more familiar with the rescuers down under. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought you were about to drop a Stuart Little reference. Oh, Stuart really. Little, that's a good one. He's more yeah. of a city mouse, though. You know, he's not a farmhouse yeah. mouse. Which I recently learned was uh, either produced or written by M Night Shyamalan, the newest Get one. Out, I swear to God, yeah. I have to say, we've we've been experiencing some success with the podcast in a minor way yeah and i'm wondering if that's now getting to people because i've seen recently a lot of think pieces i I guess not real think pieces they're tweets but you know they're threads about how people really respect m night Shyamalan. yeah you you go very early on that yeah i i mean i i respected him but i also said you went too far yeah you know know your limits his i haven't seen his newest one old but uh, i got it didn't get terrible reviews it got mixed reviews which seems to be right in the sweet spot of m night in his career just waiting for m night to do like show us your show us your balls m night okay be a real be a real (laughs) director for once in your life and make a live action mouse movie Let's see it. It's what we want. Yeah. And we, the twist is, we are mice. <laughs> the twist is, every, it's a plane of the apes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vince, let's get this a try out of the glass while yeah. we are here. Um, for those who are still not aware of this, we try all of our beers out of the can um, and then out of the glass to see if there's oh, yeah. a difference. Very yellow. Yeah. it's. I'm telling you, it's it's Simpsons-esque. Um but 
I, I'm curious about this one because I've been having this a lot on draft, not as much on the can. It loses some of its scent to me when it goes in the glass. I mean, that was such really? a powerful scent for me. I also have one nostril stuffed up, so. Yeah, I'm a little bit congested myself. I don't like it as much. I don't know why. I kind of agree. I like it better in the can. I think it just sort of houses all of that that strange. It's you not, know? but it's not like a steep drop off. No, no. Yeah. I'm being picky. Yeah, you know. But whatever. If we're talking, if we're talking apex predators here for a hot second, what is? You have to exclude humans because yeah. we've fully moved ourselves out of the food chain. Yeah. But what is? The apex predator of the land and of the ocean. Okay. I think we're going to get into an argument on ocean, and I'm okay. pretty stoked for it. All right. Well, I was going to say killer whale. Oh, we're not going to get into yeah, an argument. This... I thought you might say great white shark. No, no, no. This I've seen the video of the killer whales toppling the great white shark. Have you? Do you know what they do? I honestly thought you were about to say the killer whales topless. No. That's another <laughs> podcast. Um, no, so it, what they do is... They they try to tip the great white shark over. Yeah, because they, of the tonic immobility, yeah. which sounds like a drink. That yeah, but no, it paralyzes them, and then they wait for it to suffocate, and they eat it. Okay, so that's yeah. one way. The other way that I've heard, which is fascinating, in yeah. South Africa, what they do is they dive underneath it, and they start using their tail, because their yeah. tail is that flat tail, right? right? And they start rushing water up and yeah. pushing this shark up, and then... When it gets to the surface, they tail whap it to death. <laughs> yeah, I mean these things are vicious. I know it's weird because we kind of grew up with some playful, with free willy, free willy, yeah. And then you know the flop dorsal fin, which was supposed to be cute, turns out horrible. Oh, I remember sign. thinking that was off. I'm like, what's wrong with this poor? He's so sad. <laughs> I think kids thought it was cute. They didn't really realize until Blackfish kind of blew the lid off that. There's absolutely nothing cute about something that is supposed to be. Erect, not being erect. <laughs> okay. That's all I'll say That's on that. Fair. Now, where does where does Willie stand in your great uh, orca rankings? Above or below Shamu? Um, well, I was about to say the the orcas from the South Park episode are my number one. <laughs> where the kids get tricked into thinking they need to be blasted into space. God, what was the, what was the orca's name? It was like uh, Gleeblerg or something yeah, like that. Something absurd, but yeah. For those who haven't seen it, there's an episode where they're at SeaWorld and this like adult gets on the PA system and he starts pretending to speak for the whale and the kids fully believe that it's um, actually the whale talking to them telepathically. So then they eventually recruit the Mexican version of NASA to blast it off into space. <laughs> But wait, to answer your question, land apex predators. Yes. I would say in the conversation would be like the American grizzly bear. Oh, really? Um, and then, I mean, it's on the can, the African lion. Hard one to top there. Yeah, I would agree with you, except most of what I've seen in these little clips of these, I, th- I would argue that it's not the... It's not a specifically the African lion, but it's the, specifically the African lioness because they do all the work. That's true. Everything else I see is just this like big bald lion, B-A-L-L-E-D, not bald. Yeah. They have beautiful manes. Yes. Just laying about. 
can't be bothered. So the F, the male lions, they they actually have quite a a swingers lifestyle. Yeah, so they, basically, what they do is they travel alone and then they mate. They mate for like dozens of hours. They're like the most sexually like rambunctious <laughs> animals besides us. I'm not even kidding. Look this up. Like when it says lions mating, they basically fuck for like days. But as soon as it's done, they leave. Like you know, a lot of selfish men do. And then they just go about their business, but then nobody messes with them because they're the strongest of their species. Yeah, they 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 remind me of like you know dads, you know dads who have that dad strength, and you're a kid, and you're yeah, like right. it, the reality of the situation might be they're a little past their prime, but you right. know they'll still beat the crap out of you, even though they never right. would. You and know? they have to eat. They eat so much that like they go from like being starving to death to like their stomachs literally like are rolling on the ground. Love that. So like they don't eat that frequently, which is why when they kill something, they just gorge themselves. I mean, they basically live like medieval kings, <laughs> <laughs> where they think like, oh well, if I'm really fat, that's a sign of like wealth and power. So I'm going to do that a couple times a year. What is what is to you? the most culturally relevant usage of a lion today i'm talking like isn't i feel like maybe maybe not maserati but one of those car companies has a lion as its logo well, i was gonna say mgm but oh they, yeah are they culturally relevant With, amazon just bought them for nine billion dollars so. i did not know that yeah wow no i think i've been dying is it bring, the lion king i've been dying to bring up the lion king this whole time dude i honest. don't know why you didn't do it earlier <laughs> Um, well, first of all, it's one of the best movies ever, full stop. It's also the only instance I've ever seen of a deadbeat son. Yeah. He bails. And it's it's the best uh, dis- distillation of Hamlet in simplest form ever. Have you heard this theory that uh, Scar is a fabulous queen? What? Scar is apparently like no. a gay icon. <laughs> what? He's queer coded everything. I'm telling you, I I heard it. I Who started told reading you up this? on it. Go through internet, Google it. I'm telling you. There's so like Scar's gay now? Very gay, like flamboyantly gay. What is it? Just cuz he has like a differently colored eyes? <laughs> I am not I'm not I'm discounting. Not, I just I, don't know. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, there's Reddit threads are going crazy with it, and now there's like it. It, it kicked up enough yeah. of a storm that back when they did the live action Lion King, people were disappointed because they thought that uh, who what, was that Chadwick? That was no, it was uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel, okay. Um, I think I said that right. <laughs> you did better than I would. Yeah. So apparently they were saying, "Oh, I guess now we now we don't have gay scar anymore." It's I crazy. I believe it or not, I used to do a pretty wicked scar impression when I was younger. We saw. <laughs> I can't. I sure would like to hear it. Yeah, we uh, we saw the Lion King on Broadway when we were kids, and we had the soundtrack in the car. And I used to do the be prepared stuff. It was <laughs> give us a taste. Yeah. Come on. It's like. Uh, if you be in a story, then you'll be in a boring. Be prepared. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. With all the hyenas like behind him and they're like doing shit. I, honestly, I think if you go back and watch that with this whole Scar is gay theory yeah. going in the background, you'll be like, huh, maybe. Hey, listen, I'm open-minded. I'm, 
I just had never heard that before. But I do think Scar is one of the most effective villains in Disney history. Although Jafar is to me number one. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I and we've also brought up Ursula being in the conversation too. Right. But, yeah. Know, Ursula is not. Ursula is pretty bad. Yeah. I, I don't like. But you're you're talking effective. I yeah. think you. It's between Jafar and Scar. Yeah. Nice rhyming because they're the only ones who actually like achieved a moment of success. Well, also right? Scar. <laughs> Scar wins for like an unseen amount of decades. (laughs) Yeah, like what villain gets like to coast in the middle of the movie of like, well, my job's done. Now, here is what they're saying on the Reddit thread. On the Reddit thread about the Scar might be gay Reddit thread. Yeah. They're saying he had 15 years, he has no progeny. So, okay, I just assume he was with the brothers wife the whole time. Yeah, but they didn't they did well I guess she didn't want to sleep with him. But I mean yeah. fifteen years? Come on. Are we gonna pretend that lionesses don't want yeah. to get it on? And his uh, his friends are all, you know, little hyenas. They're hyenas. Yeah. They're kind of just minions. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's an allegory to be made there, but <laughs> now you've got me thinking I, things. We're we're all gonna look at it. Um let's think about this. What do you what rating do you give this one? I'd like to give this a four. Four out of five. Four Vinces out of five Vinces. It's one of those few that, you know, I thought was very fancy back in the day and yeah. maintains that really craft taste, and I enjoyed it. I hope that if you're in Michigan or Missouri, you've picked some up and yeah. are enjoying it with us. And I think uh, overall, I, I'd stick with my my general take that it's it's a very farmy, farmy taste. So to me, it's this movie is, is The Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> Yeah, we've covered this a lot of... This beer is The Rescuers Down Under. You Jeez. said movie. It's, I was going to let it slip, but that's fine. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.25 out of 5. Pretty similar, but I'm giving it a little bit of an edge because I've been drinking it a lot lately. And, you know, we've covered a lot of rich cultural territory on this show, both, you know, in the pop culture world and the animal kingdom world. Yeah. I hope that a lot of the facts we rattled off were close to correct, but, you know... I'm sure we'll be fact-checked instantly as soon as this airs. I, I'm i certain of it as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great work uh, by Off Color. Great work. Great can. Great name. Yeah. Uh, one more one more stump for Off Color. I, I don't know if you've had the chance to try this, but they have a series of beers called Beer 4, which uh, is supposed to be a twist on food pairings. So they have like beer for hot Ooh. dogs, but they also have beer for golf. Uh, and I, I did sample a beer for golf while I was mini golfing, and it was not beer for mini golf, so I'll have to try it again for real golf. Okay, yeah. Um, I think in general, just check this place out. But um, until then, thank you for listening. Uh, please like and follow our show on Apple, Spotify, Instagram. Subscribe there. Amazon. Yeah, we're on that. We're on Jeff Amazon. Bezos. Wow. Um, anything, else, Jeff. anything else you want to plug before we depart? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for being uh, co-Apex Predators with me on this show. Hey. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Okay. Well, there, I'll just, I, there I'll can s- only be one Apex Predator. <laughs> we're, we're co-Apex. By the way, Ricky, I saw the Highlander. <laughs> um, well, I'm Apex Predator Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm Apex Predator Vince. <laughs> this has been Friday Night Beers where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. Thanks a lot.